Hey everybody, it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. We are here today to talk to you about all things pop music and pop culture. Hope you're having an amazing day or night, depending on when you're listening to. Before we get started, because we have a lot of music to talk about, Mm -hmm. you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, so you do not miss out on any of the past or future episodes. And make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Pop Talk Podcast. Those links will be down in the description for you. So today we have... Lauv's new album and our album of the week, How Am I Feeling? Plus, we have a bunch of new music from Bad Bunny, Megan Thee Stallion, Demi Lovato is back Mm -hmm. with her comeback single, and so are the Dixie Chicks, which actually, I found out some fun facts about the Dixie Chicks comeback before I came here. So, we're going to get started first, though, with the album of the week. Which is Lauv, How I'm Feeling. Oh, we're going to start off with that? Yeah. Oh, was, wow. Oh, do we, should we start with something No, different? no, I, did, I don't care. It's just, I never, we never start with the album of the week. Oh, we did. Did we? I think we, we did when we did Justin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, because, yeah, there's also just a lot to say. Because this album is 20 songs. Yeah. Which, That's a whole different playlist, y'all. <laughs> a whole different thing, you know. Get those streams, love. Actually, his streams are pretty good for being a... I believe he's still completely independent artist. Really? Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think... Let me check. I think he might have just signed... Where's this album coming from? Yeah, no, yeah, I think it says AWOL Recording America, which I sounds independent to me. Wow. So this is, if you guys know, if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of Lauv. I've been supporting him since I first found out about him, I believe back in end of 2016, mm-hmm. sometime in 2017, like right before I Like Me Better really got big. And I was rooting for him. I really liked that song. I liked the EP that... Uh, came out before it and asked Kaylee yeah. or check out the podcast. I put that song on my end of 2017 mm-hmm. um, top songs of the year for 2017 because that song is just so good. Played on the radio all the time. And he put out a mixtape to go with that album that was also really long. It was 18 songs. And it was called um, When I Met You When I Was 18. And But this is his first official debut album mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to say because he's put out so much music he well he collaborates with a lot of people yes collaborates with a lot of people puts out a ton of music he is the type of artist that i feel this is i think this album is gonna do really well for him just because there's been so much hype leading up to it just with constantly releasing i was gonna singles say and always having something in rotation but I've never heard him. Is he on the radio with this album? Yeah. Uh, the big song that's on the radio is, well, the one with Troye Sivan, I'm So Tired, got played a little bit. But the big one that's on the radio is the um, one with Anne-Marie. The, oh, I'm yes. Lonely. Yes. Yeah, that plays on the radio every two seconds. So, Lauv is definitely a radio. The radio d- definitely loves Lauv. Mm-hmm. 
So we are going to get into it. I don't want to talk too much about some of the songs that we've already talked about because I have really nothing new uh, to say. But the first song is Drugs on the Internet, which we did talk about before. Yep. And yeah, it's still a bop. I love the John Bellion, our Bellion uh, production and co-writing. It's just a fun little, little bop. Uh, the second song, which is the huge single, which everyone knows, which is I'm Lonely, uh, featuring Anne-Marie, which yep. is also a bop. Moving on. So the first song that is not a single that we have to talk about is Lonely Eyes. Definitely sounds like you would like this song. I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> my first note is, by the second line of verse one, me, a bop. <laughs> Literally, like, okay, so I watched all the videos, because he put out videos for, like, every yes, song. Yes, he said every song's gonna have a video. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Lauv is really doing it Lauv, here, Well, with this one, he really did, like, was like, all right, this might have not been, like, the third video he recorded, because he's definitely like, oh, we're taking it down a notch. We're not gonna do all these theatrics. Oh, well, budget, Kaylee. <laughs> yeah. The budget gets low at some point. I do like the hook of this song a lot. Yes, lonely eyes. Yeah. She had those lonely eyes. And, like, I knew that that's what they look like because I've had them before. That's the song, right? Yes. Well, yes. Okay. I thought you were saying, you know what lonely eyes look like because you've had them before. I said, what does that mean? No. But then, <laughs> that's, that's a lyric, I think. I know, it, it is. That's yeah, why okay. it took me a second. I was yeah. like, what? But, yeah, for me, his phrasing on the verse is really great. Like, the way he sings it, I think it's the part where he says, isn't there a part where he says, I don't know the words, people. I'm sorry. (laughs) His phrasing is really good. I was going to see if I could find the exact lyric, and now I have to because it's going to kill me. I should have just wrote it down. This sounds like he has like a weird Coldplay, but like modern Coldplay. He's he's a huge, Coldplay's a huge influence on him, which also... Why I really like Lau because mm-hmm. I say Lau was like my sad boy spirit animal, and I really like Coldplay too. So that's yeah, I'm glad you can hear those those elements. I don't know if he does all any of like. Okay, so the lyric is um, now she goes on vacation in expensive places. It's like really mm-hmm. specific, mm-hmm. and so I said I really like how that is phrased. What mm-hmm. you were saying? Oh, I don't know if he like does a lot of the music like plays the music yeah he does a lot of his own production it's really good yeah he's like the whole deal that's why i stand but i like the switch to the falsetto and the pre-chorus as a vocal dynamic change mm-hmm. the build-up in the chorus i said the melody is like very like haunting you know the lonely eyes you it just like wraps into your head uh i said the drop feels good and it's like epic i love the sounds in it that it uses and then i love by the second drop the epicness just increases. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the ah part. It's just so good. It just makes you feel things inside. And then before it goes into the second verse, there's like, like I said, just like a whip away of the sound before the second verse where he says, bask in all the silence. So mm-hmm. there's like silence. And then the lyric, a nice touch. And then it goes into like this boppy, just boppy, really boppy groove that you just move into. I said, yes, Lauf. That's what I really like from his music. The chorus is fantastic. I said, the bridge is eh to me, mm-hmm. but I said, at least it's 
different. It sounds different from the rest of the song, so it's not like bad. It's just eh. Yeah. So for me, oh, I totally forgot to say. This also applies to album of the week too, but the Bop scale. Let's oh, pause for a second yeah. and revisit the Bop scale just for any new listeners or people who might have forgotten. So the Bop scale, and I'm also adding a new category. So this is oh, a man. new tier. So right. this is actually good. I texted you about this. I thought. Yes, you did. Yeah. Okay. So the I forgot. That's okay. The bottom tier is trash, and trash just means garbage, unlistenable, terrible song. So, above trash is for the fans. Ah, yes. So, for the fans means it's not completely trash, but it's also not really that good. But it's a song that, you know, the fans can appreciate because the fans like that artist. Mm. But it won't, maybe won't necessarily transfer to, like, the general audience. So that's what For the Fans means. And I added that tier because there were some songs that, well, they're not hits, but they're not trash either. So I needed something to categorize those songs. So For the Fans is what it is for now. And then it goes to hit, which just means this song is going to work. It could be maybe played a lot on the radio. It could be a popular song. Doesn't necessarily mean it's good because we all know that trash songs can become hits. And then above a hit is a tune, which just means the melody is really strong. It's instantly recognizable, catchy. You're singing along to it. And then the highest tier is a bop, which is just golden material. Everything about the song works. Everyone loves it, or everyone can have the potential to love it. Yeah, you know a bop when it's a bop. And this song to me, Lonely Eyes, is a bop. With an exclamation point. Lonely Eyes? Yes. Because that, ooh, that drop does it for me. I would say the chorus. Because eh, I'm not going to go back and listen to it if I would. Like, I'm not going to download it to my phone. But it's not it's not any of the below tiers either. Because I do like it. Yeah. So it's a tune. Yeah. Oh, great. So the next song is Sims. Mm-hmm. Which, were you... Were you a sim player? I feel like you were nope. a sim player. You weren't? No. Okay, maybe that's why we were friends, because I also never played the sim. And you know what? Michael, Michael played the sims, the sims all the time, and yep, I'm pretty sure out. we probably made fun of him for that. No, we didn't. I know, I probably did. <laughs> I made fun of him for DJing, and look at him now, look, music producer. I was going to say. <laughs> Shout out to Michael. But yes, yeah, so... So I'm sure there were some, I mean, I used to, I played Sims a little bit because my cousin was, she played Sims a lot and whenever we, our families got together, I would either see her play or I would, you know, you know, you people like to kill people in Sims. Yes. They like to put them in these terrible situations mm-hmm. and then watch them burn in a house. It's very weird sometimes, but I like the lyric in this song where he says, I wish that we lived on VHS. I'd yeah. erase the things I said. And that I'll probably say again, because if you are not from the social media age, if you were, what's, if you're above, I'm trying to think of an age. For Sims? No, for understanding what a VHS oh, is. I would say I'm 25, so maybe 20. So if you're under 20? Yeah. 
If you're under 20, you probably don't know what a VHS is, <laughs> but it's what we had before DVDs. You probably don't even know what DVDs are. That's true. That's true. <laughs> because That's kind DV- of sad. DVDs lasted a shorter amount of time than VHSs did. Mm-hmm. But a VHS is just what we used to watch movies and TV shows, and if you wanted to start over, you couldn't just click a little button. You couldn't nope. just click back on Netflix. Nope. You had to rewind the entire tape and just watch it scroll back <laughs> the tape, round and round and round. And it's funny because if you wanted to record something, you also have the ability to record something very high tech for its time, for being yes. completely honest. If you have to erase what's over it. Yeah. So if you only have a certain amount of tapes, like me back in the day, and you used to record all your cartoons because there was no YouTube... Nope. There was no internet. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't see it that week... You missed it. Or you had to catch you it missed again out, or just you had on to, a whim. Yeah, on a random whim, you know. So VHSs were a big deal. I remember crying because I wanted to record an episode of Digimon. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Digimon. Woo! And I, couldn't, I don't remember exactly if the tape was, like, full and I couldn't record over it or if I... But VCR wasn't working, but I had to, like, get my neighbor to, like, help fix it and everything. But I missed the start of the show. So I broke down in tears because that was it. There was no DVR. I couldn't rewind the show. I missed the beginning. I said, well, I can't record the episode. I'll never see this episode again. This is all before I knew that one day we'd have the internet and all the streaming stuff. And now you can watch whatever, whenever. But, yeah, big deal back in the day. So I really connected to that lyric. I have a, um... Um, videotape my uncle video uh did the Grinch you sold Christmas the yes. Jim Carrey one the original yep he recorded it and that was like a present on a VHS yeah, I believe it's it it's crazy I have it in my shed oh. <laughs> yeah true. I still have all of my I still have a lot of my VHSs with stuff that I recorded and I would love to actually go back just even to see like the quality oh yeah cause the quality was good for it's time but not good when you compare it now. I want to get one of those because I have so many VHSs mm-hmm. that I know some of them might be worth a lot of money. True. But the, I used to take, I was poopy with my boxes. So, like, some of the boxes oh, don't yeah. close all the way. So, I'm you. like, ugh, there goes my million dollars. Honestly, though. But I need to get, like, a, it's kind of funny to think about, a VHS that, like, just plug it into the TV. Like, I don't know. I'm sure they have some... Like a converter yeah. type of thing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure there's some type of yeah. device that does I, that. I would think so. But the song... I'm sorry. Back to Back Sim. to the song. But yeah, the chorus is catchy. AF is what I said with another bouncy drop. But this one has like a more guitar lead yeah. on it, which I really appreciate. It feels very summery to me. Do you get that kind of vibe? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I said know. the melody is catchy and it's a fun. it's fun to sing. The melody, especially the chorus. Yeah. On another night. Hey. Kind of gives me like Charlie Poof vibes too. Yeah. I would would do hit. Yeah, for me it's a hit with tune leading potential. Because I do think that chorus just makes you want to go, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so the next song is called Believed. 
Influenced by Justin Bieber. I was going to say, not to be confused <laughs> with Justin Bieber's entire discography. I said I relate to the opening lyrics of this song about leaving the town and missing out on a relationship because that's literally what I did <laughs> when I moved to New York. So I'm like, wow. This is the relate. song that reminds me of another <laughs> song because the back, the back, like the production. I said this song, is it, is it Zane? No. I said this song's giving me Zane vibes from his second album. It's the, the single, um, the there you are, there you are. No, it's a song you don't know. Okay. But... It, if I if I played the song and I played this song, you'd be like, oh my gosh, it's like the same song. Oh, copyright? Loud? <laughs> no, it's influenced. Influenced. Oh, of course, you're right. <laughs> I would give this a hit. For sure. Um, What did I say about this one? I lost my notes. Okay. I said another solid chorus. I do like the lyric um, about just a figment of my... Oh, just a figment of my imagination. I think mm-hmm. that's the part, how that goes. Love that part. This is random auto-tune in the bridge, which is just, I believe, the chorus sung again, which helps make it different, but it's really random. Mm-hmm. The auto-tune is only in that one part. But I said this pairs really well with the last song. Yeah, that's true. It does like, go it together. It goes really well with the last song. I said a tune. Yeah. That's what I said. Right. Which is funny because I, that's, should have believed in us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. A tune. Yeah. A tune, Kaylee, yeah. what? <laughs> All right, the next song is Billy. I like Not mm-hmm. to be confused with Billy Go. I know, I've, I've, I had a feeling you would, kind of. Yeah. I said, my first note is, though, I love that Lauv does his own music. I really do. But if he uses that same pluck sound one more time, (laughs) three songs in a row, Lauv. It's his signature. Thankfully, after I wrote that, though, it wasn't really on any of the other songs too much. I said, okay. At least it was just that section. The whole video is him with a dog. Yeah, that's what he named it after. His dog was named Billy. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I was really like, there's some Make-A-Wish child out there that got the ass loud, loud, please, before I die, name a song yeah. after me. I actually haven't really watched any of these videos. Really? I kind of watched his, I don't Well, you know, he's I'm like, a terrible stan. <laughs> he, he did, like, colors, like, colors for each. Yeah, I, I know about all the personalities yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I've watched the reality, uh, the, the show, the one-man boy band. I've watched that, but mm. I haven't watched... I'm terrible at music videos. I know. I he said, oh, let me make a video for every song. It's literally him in a green screen for like almost every single one. But it's still content. Uh, yeah. It's still content. doesn't have to be high budget. But I love the bass and the drums on yes, this one. Yes, I'm a bass. Yes. Like, the bass Sam. and the drums on this one are really good. <laughs> um, I said this is a very endearing song. Like, with the lyrics that I like it, I really like the message. I'm like, go Billy. It almost reminds me of a little Vicky song, just because it's so out there. Yeah. You know, it's about my dog, Billy. What? No, it's not about his dog. He just named it after his dog. Well, he said he wrote this song, long story short, he was, like, really depressed, and then he got an antidepressant, which made him super, like, Mm -hmm. happy, and then he just got a new dog at the same time, and then the dog, he named the dog Billy, and then he wrote the song... And then I was like, you're doing too much. But he said, I know it's kind of weird. I said, it is. It is. But 
I said, but I like it. I said, it's a nice message. I said, it's cute, but it's for the fans. Yeah. No, I agree. I would do it for the fans. Because it's not like, it's not, I'm gonna, you're not gonna, oh, I'm in a stadium, I'm in a love concert, play Billy! Yeah, no one's playing it on the radio. Yeah, you exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's for the fans in a good way. Like, it's not for the fans like it's bad. It's just, clearly this is an album song, yes, you know? Yes. But, uh, a very, a very nice one. Okay, so the next song is Feelings, which was a single, I don't remember if we talked about this one, but even if we did not, I said, we know Feelings is a bop. Come on, pre-chorus. We, we as in the general public. <laughs> <laughs> what? We as in mm-hmm. y'all? Would... It's a catchy tune. Mm-hmm. These feelings are bop, Kaylee. <laughs> These feelings are hard to find. I said, um, if you want the lyric, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, girl, uh, wait, if you wanted to, girl, we could cross that line. I love that part. That last note was not good, but I love that part. <laughs> I said, this is a nice and sweet song, and there's a very strong bass outro that I like, and it just makes you, it just makes you groove. That's why I like the bop of it. Yeah, it's very summery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very summery, makes you feel good. He loves, I have another note about this, but he loves humming. Yeah. Like for like some of the catchy parts of the song. So yeah, uh, so Bob, for me, what would you say? I'm trying to figure it out as I'm listening to it. Well, you like bass, so the bass, I... listen to the outro. You want me to everything. Yeah. I would say hit. Not even a tune? No. I'm shook. <laughs> really shook. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Alright, so the next song is Canada. Is he Canadian? No, he's not. Then what's the point? He said that he was dating this girl who I think sent him like a postcard or something. Let me just read the actual thing so I'm not making up his life. It was something about this ex that he had that said something about what if we moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote a song about it, I guess. Yeah, he said, I was dating this girl and she sent me a screenshot of trending topics on Twitter. And the top topic that day was, studies show if you're looking for the best quality of life, you should move to Canada. And though he wrote the song. Wow. He just went, oh, that's a song. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess. That, I mean, that does happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you can write songs about the most random things. I get ideas all the time. They're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a random song, but who cares? But I love the lyric and how he sings. Bring your mother's dog. Yeah. Your, your paintbrush and some candy. It always makes me smile. Because it's just so like... I'm so annoyed with when singers... I'm so quirky. Let's bring a paintbrush and some candy. Like, we're so quirky. Like, get over yourself. Bring your (laughs) toothbrush, your toothpaste, some deodorant. I am weak. I'm moving to Canada. I mean, I'm gonna need a coat. You're so quirky. Paintbrush and some candy. What's that gonna do for you? Like... 
dog. My mother would kill me if she if I stole yeah, her dog. Yeah, why don't you have your own dog? Jeez. Well, I think that just means like so the dog would remind her of home. Mm, so it's so We're like not like everybody else. We're like so You know what there. that reminds me of? That new Netflix show that just came out. Which which one? <laughs> <laughs> dying. It's so true. <laughs> I opened it up like the other day and it was just like boom boom boom. I said, <laughs> yes. I said okay but it's the show that I'm current. Where are the shows that I'm watching? I'm waiting for season twos. Mm. And then I saw like a canceled list. I didn't look at it. I said I just know my shows are on the canceled oh, list. No. I don't even want to look. <laughs> but um, no the one where the girl is like oh, I'm just a basic white girl. Oh, the one that, with the girl from It? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what that reminds me of, what you were doing. It's so true. It's not quirky. It's so quirky. <laughs> Let's move to Canada with some candy. But, um, <laughs> I, I love the lyric too, um, or the part, that could be us, that could be you and me. It's just so sweet. I said, yes, love. And of course, she, he gets Alessia to do this oh, song. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Perfect. What did I say about her? I said, <laughs> I love the warm, the kick. Of the kick drum that comes in with Alessia's honey-coated vocal. Are you guys engaged? Like, where did that come from? I was in my feelings when I was typing these notes last (laughs) night. And I even said that too. I said, I bet, I said, I'm going to be really dramatic when I write this. But no, her voice sounds so good. In this song? Yes. On this song. I said, why is, oh, what is the lyrics that Alessia says? I said, why is Alessia singing about me? She said, you talk with your hands and how you sigh like a movie. I said, we are dating. See, Kaylee? We are dating. She I'm wrote sorry. the song about me. And we're moving to Canada because we're quirky. <sighs> and yes, I'm bringing my paintbrush and my candy. And are you mad? Yes. <laughs> because that is the, most, the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm an artist. I'm going to be an artist when I get to Canada. Yes. Live your best life in Canada. <laughs> Free health care. gosh. Don't you know and stuff? <laughs> Don't they have like honey? Is that their, no, their maple. national anthem? Oh. Maple. <laughs> I said, isn't that their national <laughs> anthem? Honey. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Canada. I actually been wanting to go to Canada for a long time. I have some people like I met like playing games with online that I've been saying, I'm gonna come visit you guys, but I need to get my passport renewed and I need oh, Corona yeah. to go away. And you need to get your uh, license. The real ID. Go on the license. That's like required now? Yeah, it will be after October. So it's better to get it before then. Because then everyone's going to... I just got a new... No, not just. A few months ago, but whatever. Anyways. Just to let you know. Thanks. Um, I love <laughs> so where's the- that? Are you thinking about that with your paintbrush and candy? Are you thinking about the real adult things? No, because I'm just going on a road trip to Canada. <laughs> I'm weak, guys. But... Ridiculous. That's going to be a great podcast clip. Also, too, I've been posting podcast clips. Yes. So let me know if you like the clips. I like the clips. So I'm probably like just going to do them anyways. But um, actually, there's one I need to post that's a little bit about our Gaga conversation. But yes, clips. So that's that's going to be a good clip, the quirky stuff. But um, <laughs> wow, that last chorus is so good. Put them together. Yes, their voices, just the back and forth with the lyrics. Uh, their voices sound nice together, and then when the chorus happens the second time at the end, the production just breaks down, mm-hmm. and it just like, psh, psh. I'm like, yes, we're moving to Canada. 
Just kidding. But I said it's unexpected, and it worked really well. And for me, this one's a tune with bop potential. I would say hit with tune potential. Because the can the chorus is very like after a while it yeah. can get very catchy. And that was the falsetto. Of openly, mm-hmm. that could be us. That could be you and me. Sorry, I'm just over here standing. Sorry, if I didn't say that I love loud. <laughs> but all right, so next song is for now. Yes. And Which I said is no. Weird. Wait, let me say my first note first. I said, yikes, how millennial is this chorus? Yeah. Didn't we already do this with Soldier Boy? Like, wasn't this already a song? Yes, it was. I, I, I thought the same thing, Kiss Me Through the Phone. And it was a hit song. So the fact that I immediately thought of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not a good sign. And I said, I don't care for long distance relationships. So I don't really care to hear about them. But I said, on a positive note, I do like the guitar intro and outro. Um, and then he gave me some runs at the end. Yes. I said, but it's for the fans. Yeah. I did not care for this one. Kaylee, if you, every other song, for the most part, I was like, Two. you know. Two. Was, Two. Yo, not even that, but just like, at least vibing this one, I sat there the whole time like. <laughs> you know why? Because he's quirky. I said, what is this? <laughs> I don't like. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've never associated myself as a millennial, even though I do have um, many millennial qualities, I guess. But I just, I've never. That's not true. I'm gonna say I've never really liked songs about that. But there's some Imagine Dragons songs that I do, kind of like. But this one just was not working for me. Mm. Was just not. Was there a video for this one? No, there wasn't. Yes. Good. There was. Yes. Are you kidding me? It's uh. Hold on. It's just him with, like, a cup. And he sings the whole time in the cup. Oh. Well, I'm glad this one was low budget because it did not just... <laughs> it did not deserve. Oh, well, some of them... The singles aren't going to have... The, the singles have the good... The budget videos. The ones... Other ones, whatever. But... You didn't... you Billy deserved... <laughs> Billy deserved. Billy deserved, <laughs> I think. All right. So, the next song is... Mean It, featuring Lonnie. I love both of these artists. This is the dream pop collaboration that I needed. Really? What did Lainey do? Probably nothing that you would know. Okay. But I, would, but I think you might like them. I discovered them back in 2017. I don't even remember how. Probably just from like... When you search music, it'll show, like, similar artists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I just clicked on them. And there was a couple of songs, like, I really fell in love with. Actually, I'm pretty sure I played oh, sure. one or two of them back in the day in the podcast. Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I just... And they've only it's gotten better with their music. And so for them to team up on this song, I'm like, yes, it's mm-hmm. such a vibe. It's just chill. Yes, I agree. I love the lyrics and the concept of the song that... Um, you know, don't do and say all of these things if you don't really mean them because a lot of people be doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they be leading people on. And it's not cool. I do like... Where is this? Like, almost towards the end, there, he does that thing with, like, his voice. Unless he's done that the whole what? time. I just didn't notice it. A lot of wine. Just kidding. <laughs> no, he, like, puts his voice... He, 
It's like, I don't know. I just like the ending more than I like. Oh, it. is it like a a vocal effect? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it? Oh, did I? Did I write that down? Did I? No, I didn't say anything about that. Their voices blend so nicely. Yes, though, they what do. I said um, because they have uh, similar tones. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy listening to this one. This one's just a nice one to listen to. Yeah. Um, the chorus is catchy. Um, I said I love Lonnie. They are underrated even by me. I still sleep on them sometimes. I want this to blow up. I said I want this to blow up. A bop. WTF. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why is this song not bigger yet? I've heard, like I have a, heard it on the radio a few times. But. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I really need to get back onto the radio. But every time I turn it on, it's like the same old, like, 2017 stuff. On what station? 104.5. Yeah, they play more throwbacks than, like, 100.5. Oh, okay. There's actually another station that I need to find. I think it's 90-something-something that plays, like, strictly current top 40 music. Really? I believe so. Here? I think so. Someone had told me about it before, and I used to listen to it. It might have got switched oh. to, like, another station. Because I know 105.3 is now used to do that, but now yeah. it's alternative. Which I don't mind, because I hear a lot of my jams, mm-hmm. my throwback jams, on there. But yeah, what would you say this one is for you? I'm listening to the next one. Oh. Um, I would, I would almost say tune for the Laney one. Because I, I agree, it's nice to listen to, and their voices sound good together, so it's not, like, Don't annoying. Tell me right now, I'm uh, in a show, I'm in a I'm in a But it's now, it's around now in the album down. that I'm like, okay, now, I won't say that they all sound the same, but I feel like the production is... But it's very, it's loud. Yeah. It's, Yeah. And he has, like, his thing. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. So, the next song is Tell My Mama. Which, please don't tell my mom any of these things if I do these things in this <laughs> song. Okay. <laughs> but, no, just kidding. Um, I like the life too short pause. I love when people do stuff like that. So, this song has an interesting concept. Yes. This is... So, the this concept is... This is how I'm feeling. By the way, I'm doing drugs. So if I die, tell my mom that I love her. I said, what? Three question marks. <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm just really confused on the narrative <laughs> of this song. But then, that's when I first was listening to it. Then as I kept listening to it, I said, oh, okay. He's just saying that if he happens to die because of doing these drugs, just, you know, let my mom know these things. I, I separated right. the the thoughts. I said, okay, that makes a little more sense to me. I love that the chorus, I said, I love the chorus melody. Mm-hmm. Though, especially when it goes up the scale. Something like that. Sounds very Young the Giant to me. If you guys don't know Young the Giant, Young the Giant is one of my favorite bands. And it's a very Young the Giant sound there, too. But, um... I would, put, I would definitely put this song into easy listening. For me. Just because I like the little the drop in the chorus. Yeah. You know, I, that to me is like... 
but but in a good way. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, trust me. Don't when if I ever tell someone that an album or something is good to fall asleep to, that's not this that doesn't mean it's boring. Right. Because I used to go to sleep to the Coldplay. Speaking of uh, <laughs> Ghost Stories album all the time, like back in New York, I would only make it through like four songs before I fell asleep. Is that the one with just, Paradise on it? No, that's Milo Xyloto, which that's my favorite, but that's the one with uh, A Sky Full of Stars. Oh, the yeah. only song that came out of that album. That's not true. Magic. We call it magic. Do, do. Nope. No, but that album was very, that album was underrated because it was very weird. It was about like him breaking up with Gwyneth Paltrow and it was sad and Coldplay had just moved on from being sad. They were the happy band, so going back to being sad was kind of weird. But I think it's underrated because one of Ink on that album, if you have not Ink, ooh. I always found it really weird. Like, if I'm in a band and I'm the drummer, but like the lead singer of the band is dating Gwyneth Paltrow and they break up and now we're writing songs about Gwyneth Paltrow. But me as the drummer, I've just lost three kids and <laughs> my car broke down. I can't write a song about my three kids. Yeah. Because some, I'm not dating Gwyneth Valtro. Some band dynamics are very interesting because I know some bands where they all contribute and yeah. they all, it could be anyone's real, you know, life story or whatever concept. But there's some bands that the lead singer does all the writing, right? So it's, it's interesting. Or even like Fall Out Boy when, you know, Pete Wentz is writing all the words. And Patrick Stump is singing them. What if Patrick doesn't want to sing about? Who was he dating at the time? Ashley, Ashley Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. But he doesn't have a choice. So, yeah, that, that that's an interesting point that you bring up. Because sometimes I would be like, I really... If, what if you like, don't care? Like, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, if it's a good song, I feel like, you know, you're probably like, whatever, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're really passionate about, like, no, I want to talk about my three kids that just passed away, okay? <laughs> um, but Tell My Mama, for me, is for the fans. Uh, I would put it at hit, like, but, like, with for the fans mixed in. I feel you. I do yeah. like a mix of the two. Okay. All right. The next song is one of my favorite pieces of clothing to wear, sweatpants. Yes, girl. I said, here comes love. I said, here comes love with more sad, depressed drugs. The very first, like, two chords, I thought Lose Yourself was going to play. Because it goes, with the guitar in the beginning. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Eminem? Speaking of, look at that. I don't know. (laughs) What a great song. That's so good. Yes, it is. Sorry. No, you're good. For me, I said the pre-chorus, I said the pre-chorus does set it well. I don't know what that means. Oh, sets up the chorus very well. Um, I said I do really like how the chorus is written, and it's a very good chorus. I'm trying to look at the words so I can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sweatpants and songs about her. Coffee with a little bit of alcohol. Oh, no, no, don't judge me. Says, don't judge him, Kaylee. Um, Because he knew someone like you would say that. That's exactly right. (laughs) 
Because I do anything to get by. True. <laughs> and then it's like Xanax and a little bit of Adderall. I'm like, here come the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, Lao, sad boy king of guitar plugs. Yeah, really? I said, I do think this one does tell a good story, though. Like, lyrically, I do like the story. And there's a little breakdown before the outro with that has a fading, airy vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, this one's a hit because I do think the chorus bops. It's a good melody. I yeah, agree. Yeah, I think the melody is It's really a good, strong. like, soft beat driving in your car, windows down. Even though that's what he's doing in the video, it does sound like that. Um, I would say for the fans. Okay. For me. Yeah. Alright, so the next song is probably one of the, well, I was going to say most anticipated, but I didn't even really know they were collabing again until the album came out. So I was quite surprised. But Who featuring BTS, and if you don't know, which is my first now, well, if you don't know BTS, you are sleeping. Yeah. I will say that. But, so they originally collaborated before on BTS's song, Make It Right, which is my first now. I love their Make It Right collab, so I was excited for this collaboration. And I'm also glad that it's not another dance bop. Because the last collaboration they had was a dance bop. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they went in a different direction mm-hmm. for this one. This is BTS's first time doing an all English song. I said, look at the growth. Yes. Look at the growth. Progress. Um, I said, it sounds like an epic love story. It's very cinematic with its melodies and like production. It almost feels like there's a soft rain in the background. Yes. And this is not because BTS is Korean, but it feels like one of those like Asian films. Yeah. Just keeping it real, people. And so there's only two X. Oh, wait. I love the chorus. It just makes you want to belt your sad little heart out. What? That's what I said. This is another ETA. Are you what? Because it's literally not for me. Ah, wow, yeah, like, it's like Jesus. Okay, we get it. You can scream. I'm weak. So there's two P. <laughs> there's two. I, I, actually, only two BTS members who do vocals on this song. Oh, I thought you were gonna say in general. I was no. like, uh. But see what you're saying. I said the emotional fragility in their performance is great. A BTS sing yeah. sings good. It's when they all, like, start, one, two, three, <laughs> I feel you. And, um, I said I like the rhythm. There's a part in his verse where he says, Lau's verse, where he says, I need a walk. I need a walk. Don't remember the rhythm off the top of my head, but I really like that part in the song. For some reason, I did not write what I thought it was, but... Probably a tune. Honestly, is there a video for that one with them in it? Nope. Oh, oh I was listening to Altamano because that one's really good. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's it's just him at a table. I'll show you, Shane, because I watched the video. This is how I listened yeah. to the album. It's literally just him at a table. That's it. And then he starts singing. See, at least it does say official audio, not video. It gives me hope. And then there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just got, and he keeps going. You just got ruined because you watched the videos. That's why. The videos ruined the experience. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, so this one's probably, yeah, like a hit tune for me. 
it's not it's not make it right. I like that it's different and they they did something I thought was unexpected from a collaboration between the two artists, but make it right is just too good. Mm. Too good. So the next song which we've already talked about is I'm So Tired featuring Troy Sivan. Overplayed. Yeah, he said overplayed. Well hey, I'd rather be overplayed than not played at all, you know what I'm saying? But I said it's a collab that works really well. Their voices go well together. Yes. I love Troy Sivan, underrated his last album, Bloom, that's what it was called, right? Bloom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was really good. We did an episode about it. If you want to check that out, I actually really liked that episode too. So we're going to check out our Choice of Lime Bloom episode. But yeah, it works really well. It's, um, it's, uh, it's a hit with tune vibes for me. I do think well, you're saying the overplayed. I just, it's not that it was overplayed, it's that it's overplayed and it's, I'm so tired of love songs, tired of love songs, tired of love songs, tired of us. Tired of love songs, tired of love songs. I wanna go, oh, oh, oh. Just like, okay, but I do like the verses on that one though. All right, but the next song is. Yes, thank you for saying it for me because I don't speak Spanish. Featuring Sofia Reyes. Who's coming together. Is she? I've heard her a few times, but I'm not too familiar with Oh, I think she's getting there. She thinks she's getting pretty big. Yeah, I've seen her I've seen her around in a few places. I've seen her on some collabs and whatnot, but I said everyone has to get into the booming Latin market. Seriously. Woo. Is it ever going to go away? It's not. No, it's, and it's fine with it's, me. Yeah. I said um, it makes me it makes me move. I love the little hand claps. Mm-hmm. They're in it. They feel very cha-cha. But how many, like, I mean, not to be mean or anything, but, like, how many dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like, Mexican songs, or not Mexican, but Latina songs do we really need? That's not the exact same. I don't know. I think that's how it works, though. I feel like it's like um, reggae music where there's these certain, like, called, in reggae music, they're called rhythms. Mm. And you're, you, so it's basically the same pattern beat, yeah, Yeah. um, underlining, and then you just kind of do your thing over top of it. So I think it might be the same thing with Spanish music, which is why it all sounds similar. Is he Spanish? Or is he Latino? I don't think. I think Lava is just pure pasty. This is white. another Ed Sheeran south of the border. This is. I want to get into the market. Yeah, I know we can make some coin. <laughs> <laughs> I stream Despacito. I know what it is. Ooh. So, I said, "Wow, this is probably one of my favorite lyrically so far." It tells a very specific story with its verses that flow right into the tune mm-hmm. of the chorus. I think that they sound good together as well. They do. I think that their voices meld pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. I said, um, I love the last line of the chorus. I'm from wherever you're going tonight. I like that part. It's mm-hmm. very like clever. I like it in terms of the structure that we can hear it like Sophia like, in the back mm-hmm. during like the choruses. And then when the third verse comes around, we get the girl side of the story. It just really helps like, with the structure and the, the storytelling aspect i love the added harmonies on the last chorus 
And this song really works really well for me. Yeah. I said, I think this is the Spicy Love. And I'm actually... Because I was really thinking I was going to be offended by this song. I said, oh no, he's going to do some this terrible latin song. Really? Yeah, because not... I mean, if you're not Latin, then it can just come off really bad. You know what hmm. I mean? But no, I thought he did a very good job at it. And it helps that he brought on someone authentically. Yeah, that's true. Latin to balance it out. And I don't think he sung any parts in Spanish, right? No, except for El Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. um, This is the bop for me with with a strong tune. He said... He said... See, I was going to look up the lyric, but I just remembered it already. (laughs) She said... Wherever you're going tonight. Do, do, do. But yeah, I love the lyrics on this one a lot. Alright, next song is Tattoos Together, which I don't remember if we talked about this song because there's been so many singles off of this yeah, album. Yeah, there really has been. I looked When I looked it up, I was like, on Wikipedia, it was like, single, 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 single. I was like, I've never heard any of these songs. <laughs> Insane. But yes. Tattooed together, I said yes, that bass. I said love loves humming. This one is catchy and fun and it's cute. It's just like a nice little Yes, I, I saw agree. you, baby. Yeah. Very summery, very tattoos together. I however think that the lyrics could be tattoos, not yeah. as like elementary school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. not there's nothing in depth about them. No. I don't think they're and I don't think they're supposed to. I think it's just supposed to be a fun little tune. Mm. That's what I got from it, at least. But it's not a tune. No, it is a tune. Oh, you said tune? Yeah. Oh, I would say for the fans. Because I'm... Cause I just, yeah, I would say... Yeah, well, okay. It... It's for... for okay, it's, yeah, for the fans, I definitely agree, but it has a strong tune. Mm, yes. For me. Okay. I will say that. Because I don't... Well, I can also, I don't know if I can see it being a hit. It's, I said what I said. (laughs) It's for the fans with some hit and tune potential. (laughs) Okay. Then we have Changes, which is also a single. I said a lot, all of these last ones are singles too. Uh, There are Changes, Mm -hmm. which uh, we did talk about that one. And I, I remember saying that I really liked. Um, the lyrics changes, mm-hmm. and it really does the same. Um, so, let me see if I can remember the exact. Well, I'm probably telling you something. Remember the exact lyrics. I can remember how I felt about it. Um, they might drive you half insane, but it's killing you to stay the same. It's all gonna work out someday. That's right. This is a hit for me. A hit. Oh, hit is underneath. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say for the fans with like a hit, like vibe. I would say, yeah. I okay, that makes sense. I say it's a hit because it it has a good universal message. Mm. So I think a lot of people could relate to it. The song after that is "Sad Forever," which this is another "I'm So Tired" type of mm-hmm. uh, chorus for me, which that. I don't want to be sad forever. I don't want to be sad no more. I don't want to wake up and wonder, what the hell am I doing this for? I don't want to be medicated. 
I don't want to go through that war. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad anymore. It's like. He is like the king of making songs about being sad and depressed into like trying to make them into bops. Yeah, trying is the keyword. Yeah, they don't always succeed all the time. But he said, I wrote this song at the peak of my obsessive anxiety before I decided to get on antidepressants. <laughs> if there's one thing I learned, medication is not the enemy. I mean, I do like I do like the meaning of I don't want to be sad forever. I don't want to be sad anymore. I do like that. Mm-hmm. I do think it's it's a good thing to be because, you know, if you do feel that way, that should not be, you know, the way you want to feel, which actually makes sense because the album is called How I'm Feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it just can get a little annoying sometimes for me. I would say, um... I'd say teen-ish for me. You think so? Wow, okay. Yeah, for me it's, um, I don't know. That's a hit. Mm. I just like those little, sometimes the slower, more angsty songs kind of work. No, I'll sing it. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I'm not saying it's not a tune. I... I can sing the whole chorus, and I was singing on the way here. <laughs> randomly, I'll be going through my day like, I don't want to be sad ever. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so, it definitely has that, but it's just. Hmm. Yeah. I think I've just heard it enough where I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right, so then after that is Invisible Things. Not to be mistaken oh, with. I thought it was sad forever. Nothing is. We just did sad forever. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm like, what? I literally I'm said like, it 5,000 times. Oh, yeah. I was like, I know we talked about it, but is are we talking about it? <laughs> yes. No, I really that's do like hilarious. the sound Yes. Never mind. She said, I want to talk about it again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. So, Invisible Things. I do like the, the slow intro yeah. into the meat of the song. I, could, I do kind of like those kind of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, another really good um, lyrical concept that I like, you know, it's the invisible thing. This mm-hmm. is the chorus. It's the invisible things that I love the most. It's the way that I feel when I hold you close. And it's true because, you know, it's the things that you, it's always like what's on the inside that really is what, at least it's what you should like about um, <laughs> The other person. Yeah. So I do like it's another sweet, you know, he he toys between like being really sad and depressed yeah. and then being like this sweet, hopeless romantic. So I, the, I do think a lot of the concept of the album, a lot of the, the sides mm-hmm. of him definitely come out strongly in their respective songs. So yeah. I do like I do really like that about this album. Um, this one, besides that, though, I don't really, this one wasn't, yeah, it's something it wasn't special. like standing out for yeah, me, but I, agree. I do think, of, you know, it's a sweet, it's a sweet message, even like the outro. Yeah. Yeah, like someday we'll both look back and remember this, like, it's just nice stuff. 
the way that yeah he says where i feel from the way we kiss where that nothing else in the world exists mm-hmm. cross my heart if we both forget someday we'll both look back and remember this like it's sweet it's cute i would say it's probably a i would give it a hit like a four for the fans hit all right, and then the last song is Modern Loneliness, which is, I believe, the current single. Isn't that Julia? As, oh, I didn't even, literally didn't even write that song down, which is so funny. I'm glad you said that, because why does Lau have a song titled Julia on his album when he dated, dated Julia Michaels and he's talking about this relationship? Okay, well, that's why, because he dated Julia Michaels, and that's well, what Yes, a rhetorical question. Oh. But I just mean, like, why, though? Like, Really? You named it Julia. I know. That's some stuff song songwriters do. <laughs> That's some Taylor Swift baloney. That is Taylor Swift, dear John. John Mayer, hello. Um, Tim McGraw. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know this. <sighs> when you say Tim McGraw, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So okay. So b- besides that, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so the song is dedicated to. I thought that relationship was so weird. I love the song that they put out I didn't together. even know they dated. We talked about it. Did we? When we talked about their song, yeah. Oh, maybe I did that. That is not going there. They always seemed so weird together, though, in videos when they were promoting that song. It was like they were both two anxiety high strung people. Yeah. And it would just, like, would make me uncomfortable watching them, you know, on the camera. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I said, you know, songwriters should definitely not date each other because, whoo, the heat. Mm. that will be coming out of those relationships but i do like that it's uh it's like really one of the only ballads yeah there's not a lot of production on it yeah it's very stripped back um and really nice piano really gets to focus on the lyrics and the vocals oh julia and it's like pleading Mm -hmm. and i'm just like did you send this to her beforehand or she just gonna hear about this (laughs) because what if you like, what would you do? Okay, yeah, no, it's a good question. What would you do if someone you were dating, and then they broke up with you, and then they did a song like this They broke up Kayla. with me, or I broke up with them? The relationship ended. It really okay. doesn't matter. How, okay. Unless it matters to you. How. First of all, you wrote a song about me? Oh my gosh. No, honestly, oh, I wait. really, I really don't like it when people sing at me. So, mm-hmm. okay, let's take it back. I'm named after a song. Yes. The song is called Kaylee. Look it up if you want. It's very depressing. The song is literally (laughs) about losing someone you love. But I digress. Being named after a song, right? I think because my dad would play the song all the time and sing it to me. I think that has created a subconscious, like, hate of people singing at me Mm -hmm. or singing around me. It's very weird. That's why I don't like karaoke because it's it's like an uncomfortable yeah, situation I for me. You. But yeah, y'all should have seen Kaylee oh, at sorry. her house. I'm so party sorry. When it we just, did karaoke. It was so much on the floor. I was just in a corner, and it wasn't even because of anything or anybody going on. Because I wanted y'all to have a good yeah. time, and I was ha- I was having a good time. Yeah, you were singing along. It's yeah. It's just the. <laughs> It just yeah. makes me cringe. So if someone wrote a song about me, about a relationship that we had, and, and they sang were like, it, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I think I might yeah. actually combust. That is hilarious. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. 
but that is how that would go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would probably, I just, I would just feel, I don't think anyone's ever, no, I don't think anyone's ever written a song for me before, which is a little kind of, a little messed up because I've written a lot of songs for a lot of people, but, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, um, but yeah, um, I don't know how I would respond, I would just be like, and then what if it's I not would probably, good? That's what I'm saying, I would be judging. <laughs> Oh, I would be judging oh, so, you're so hard. Lately, and the act is sweet, but the song is trash. <laughs> now here's what I would fix. Right? Well, how about you try this? No. Okay, but uh, Julia for me is it's, it's for the fans. Yeah, I don't I need to. I don't care. No offense. I when I saw this on the track list, I said, "Please don't tell me he's doing this." <laughs> At least and he was he, down there. And he needed Julia. No, that makes it worse. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think so. I think it makes it worse. I think what makes which it worse is, is like, that you didn't even write you, uh, it down. <laughs> he said, what's the moment you've all been waiting for? My response to Julia Michaels. All right, well, the last song on the list is Modern Loneliness. I think it's a good closing song. I said, why is he writing my anthem? Oh my goodness. Literally. Oh my goodness. Literally my anthem. Let me read y'all the lyrics. If you have not heard this song. Um, and the tune is catchy. Yes, the, it is very catchy. Um, he said, uh, modern, this, Oh my gosh, this modern really is lo- what you text though. Or like, tweet. <laughs> I told you he's writing my anthem. That modern loneliness, we're never alone, but always depressed. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm depressed, but yeah, I love my friends to death, but I never call and I never text, because F y'all, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and you know, you get, and I've been saying that too, that's one of my things, you know, you get, you get what you give and you get, and you give what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we love to get high, but we don't know how to come down. I said, oh my, my... <laughs> Whatever it's called, my my anthem. There we go, my anthem. It's a bop. It's the single. I I try not to watch the video. I didn't watch the video yet because I wanted to hear it for the first time mm-hmm. on the album. You know, he says I could break my DNA to pieces with all of my demons. I could cleanse my soul and I could fill the world with all my problems. Mm-hmm. But but that wouldn't solve them. So I'm left here alone. What? Me every day in my room? No, just <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to find a reason to get up. I'm trying to find a reason for the stuff in my bedroom, in my closet. The baggage in my heart is still so dark. Aww. He said, and he tweeted, not to mention I cry every time I sing it. Well, oh, yeah, it's my. kind of emotional. The lyrics, it is. if anything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a straight bop for me. Oh. Uh, I would say tune. I would go right down the middle. I'll just say tune. Someone commented, he really puts our thoughts and experiences into his music. I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> and someone said, already a bop. I'm like, oh, they said that before they even came out. All right. So that's all the songs. Um, Overall, I feel like this is actually, considering the length of songs, Ugh. because sometimes long albums are just not they don't hold up all the way through i thought that relatively speaking that this album was pretty solid for a debut i could have done without some of the songs Mm -hmm. and i would have made it definitely shorter but i was never like 
oh my goodness, like when is this over? Yeah. Really? Because I do like him and the songs were interest there was enough interest for me in a lot of the songs where I was like, Okay, this one's really good. I like this because of this reason. Um, the quality was there. Mm-hmm. Which I would hope so because he's been working on this for about two years now. So yeah, I really hope that this album is gonna do well for him. I mm-hmm. hope that it helps him um, reach new heights in his music. Yep. I will say, though, that I, I want him to not fear collaborating a little more to develop his sound. But this is definitely an upgrade on his sound from the last project he put out from when I mentioned when I was 18. This is definitely more... Well, this one's definitely more poppy. Not that he wasn't poppy before, but he was definitely more R and B sound or influence leaning with the pop back then. This is definitely more like pop, yeah, music. But it's fun, and it, he makes I love sad songs, but make it fun. I love one of my favorite uh, things about music because of the juxtaposition. And yeah, I think you could if you know if you're a sad person. You, <laughs> you could find a lot in this album, or if you just like good catchy tunes, then I would say that too. But I do think a lot of some of these songs you do have to be like a loud fan to really get into. Hmm. So I probably give it a a three point five. I was gonna say two point like eight. Two point eight. Yeah. Okay. Not too shabby. So let us know what you guys think of Lauv's new album. So, we have more music to talk about. Yes. But, actually, yeah, let's just get into it. The Pop Talk Jukebox, same rating system as before, but these are just songs that have come out this week that are new music, and we just, you know... Want to see what's fresh, what's good? Will we add them to a playlist? Will we play them at a party? Let's find out. So the first song that we have is I don't speak Spanish, y'all. Please forgive me, but is I think it's Ignorantes. Yeah, I ignore. I, I just say the ignore song. Yeah, exactly. Um, by Bad Bunny featuring I believe it's Such. And um, I said I wanted to give a shout out to his new album just came out. Um, it's something with a bunch of letters. I don't know all the letters, but y'all can look it up. But yeah, it's about, so I looked up the English translation because I didn't have the time. And I said, it's about losing a lover and still wanting to be with them. Oh, wow. Um, Like every other song? I know. So the girl, the girl left him though. Mm -hmm. And, um, so the chorus is in English. And I don't know why we left each other. If you love me and I love you. I know that sometimes we fight, that's normal, but how good is it when we're together? Mm. And so yeah, I like that, um, because if we love each other, why did we end things, or why did you leave us? That's a really good question to ask, but there's probably a lot of toxicity is why. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> I said, even without knowing the lyrics, the emotional pain in his voice really cuts through, um, has a nice Latin vibe. And, you know, Bad Bunny is just an artist that I've become more interested throughout the last year because mm-hmm. his style is different and he really uses his, you know, platform to bring light to his culture and the issues that they go through. 
And I really see him staying around a while. You know, he was just on the Super Bowl. Yep. With J-Lo and Shakira. Um, he does a lot of collaborations with J Balvin. He had a huge song with Drake last mm-hmm. year. He was on I Like It with Cardi B. So the Americas are definitely getting in tune with, with Bad Bunny. And I think he is like, not that I have favorites, but like out of the, the rising Spanish guys, the three of them right now, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, and Maluma, I think Bad Bunny is the one I'm most interested mm. in. I just said that the harmonies were, re- the harmonies were really good. They, yeah. The, the song worked well. But I also said it was just a run-of-the-mill Latin mm. song. There was nothing really super yeah, standoffish, sure. standoutish about it. Yeah, I think this one was a prelude. They said something about a prelude. I don't really know what that means in terms of sp- the Spanish album. But I, I picked this one because it was the highest streamed one at the time mm-hmm. that that wasn't a single before the album. Oh, okay. So. That's why I picked that one. But I think it's... I said it's a hit with tune potential. Yeah, I guess. Right. Next song is Hit My Phone by Megan The Stallion featuring Kehlani from her just-released project, Suga. I said that there's a late 90s all-that vibe to Yes! I'm definitely getting the throwback vibes. Yes. For sure. 100%. But... I I almost wish that it was a Kalani song featuring Megan. Same. Really? Same. Oh, okay. Oh, no, because I, what did I, uh, yeah, because I, I said I love her chorus and her reframe yes. part. Melody's are very strong and catchy, and I said Kalani sounds amazing per usual. Yes, And per... I do, I do, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Uh, and, but I also <laughs> said short and sweet. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's all I need. I said, I love the different structure with the double verse. I like when Megan comes in very strong, mm-hmm. and then Kaylani comes in with her thing very strong. The chorus bumps. Mm-hmm. Um, so Megan is so Houston and nasty, and I love it. Because, um, like, my dad's family is from Houston and stuff, so... I saw Houston culture, like, when I went down to Texas, and, like, so I kind of, like, relate to you, like, a little more. Mm-hmm. And some other, like, Houston artists. I said, I know your people. My family is your <laughs> people. So, yeah. I said, um, so what I like about Megan is that uh, there's a swagger on her delivery. It's, mm-hmm. like, very strong. Very, very abrupt. Yes. Very, like, in your face. Yeah. Like, smack you down. I said her presence on the track is very strong. It's a fun little song. Um, I said, I want to see Megan really win this year when she puts out her album. So at first, everyone was thinking this was supposed to be her album, but then it came out kind of really randomly. I said, I really hope that's not her album because, wow, what a terrible rollout. Mm. But it turns out it was just a project because I don't want to get into it too much, but she's in, um, some label drama. I don't know if you've seen or heard. Okay. Yeah, she's in some label drama with her record label. Apparently... Um, well, she got new management with Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's people, and they were saying that her contract was bad and she wasn't getting like a lot of the money and royalties that she deserved from her music, and so she wanted to renegotiate her contract. The label said, no, we're not doing that, and so they said, well, now you can't put out any music, so she got a restraining order and is suing them, so the restraining order allowed her to put out music, so she wanted to drop this project 
which is like a nine song project. So her fans would would have music so they wouldn't have to wait because she doesn't know with the, all the drama going on when she's going to put out her actual mm. album. So I said, what a cool sneak around, like, mm. little loophole. Um, and whatever, you know, struggle you're going through uh, right now. But yeah, I would definitely check out that. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say I would check it out because what made me nervous about it is that it wasn't, it's not super strong. Like, all the songs aren't super strong. And her last mixtape, Fever, which is the one that had, like, you know, Cash and um, the baby. Shout out to the baby. Actually, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna get into that. No, because we're not no, gonna get into no. that. But uh, <laughs> ooh, catch yourself. Well, I we're not getting into it. Ooh. But uh, yes. So yes, but I would I would say it's not as strong as that, which made me nervous. But then when she said, "Oh, it's not the album," I said, "Okay." No problem then. A nice little fun thing for the fans while we wait. Cool. Well, I said for me it's a tune. Yeah, I said it's a tune. This one, this song. Oh, I said for the fans. The Kalani part is too good for me. Well, the Kalani part kind of saves it. Yeah. All right, next song is Young and Alive by my boy, Bozzy. I said that there were a lot of fun, like, reminiscent Yes, lyrics. nostalgic. I said nostalgic with the 2000s references. Yes, I said, I just wrote down, like, football games. Yeah. A very vibey summer song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I said the song has that feel-free feeling, mm-hmm. um, which does, you know, feel young and alive. I said it almost, it's one of those remember the better days song, even though I hate that type of thing. But, you know, it's a throwback thing. Remember with Life was a lot easier, you know, back in the 2000s. Like Kaylee said, too, all the references are really good. Um, I like the lyrics in the chorus a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, riding my bike like I'm too young to drive. That was an interesting way to say that. Um, you know, I need to calm down yeah. and take a walk or get outside. I said, that's true. I tell people all the time, getting outside and taking a walk is very good for, like, your mental health and for, like, calming it's, down yeah, and stuff. I love And people, sometimes people look at me like I'm crazy. I said, okay, if you don't want to try something that could maybe potentially help you, I said, there's so many times I've gone on walks mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, listening to music, going through all, like, you know, my stuff. In my head, and even out loud, if it's like late enough and I can like talk out loud or whatever, and then I walk around in my neighborhood, I'll go back home and I'm chill. Mm-hmm. So many times, take a walk, it's good for you. And, um, yeah, so I can really relate to the chorus. But I said it's definitely a Bozzy song, definitely sounds like him. He also does a lot of his own music, but I said it's not one of my faves okay. from him. But I do like the uh oh ohs in the last chorus because they're fun to sing. And for me, it is a tune. I would say hit. Well, a hit tune. I would say hit. A hit tune. Okay, so the next song is I Love Me by Demi Lovato, which is her big... Welcome back. ...lead single from her upcoming album, Welcome Back to the Pop Music Scene. And well, let me just say my first note. Okay, yeah. I said, first off... This song did not hit me like I... This is just a disclaimer. This song did not hit me like I wanted it to, and it still doesn't. I'm still rooting for Demi, and I want her to win. 
Um, I want her to win really big this year, but I'm just being completely honest. This song, I was so, you know, I've been talking about, yeah, you know, I want this yeah. to be her year. The song did not hit me, and it still does not hit me. And I'm like... I feel <sighs> the exact same way, because, let me tell you why. Because it's expected. This kind of song was, like, expected of her to do. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, had all these unfortunate things happen to me but i love me and i'm new and i'm brand spanking new onto the scene it's like yeah i tell me about the club tell me about dancing in the club demi she gave you that she doesn't go to the club no more she said sorry not sorry she i i did say though that this is an excellent lyrical song the lyrics are yeah, really good. it's very well written for and, sure. And the beginning of the chorus is very strong vocally and production wise, and that's the part right before she goes, just like where it all builds Which up. Which is very Halsey. There was a song yes, on the Halsey album where I said, yeah, yeah. I said, and that's all I can think about when I hear that part, and that's not a good thing. But I said too, I appreciate Demi for not following the trends. And making her own music. Like, she could have easily made a trap song or something. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, I appreciate her for, like, you know, trying to do her own little style. So the pre-course is the best part of the song. The me, myself, and I mm-hmm. part is really good. But it sounds like Lizzo. I get really Lizzo vibes. You don't get Lizzo vibes no. from that? I'm a black top and I'm with somebody else. No, because she did that in Sorry Not Sorry. Yeah, but even with the production, how it bops, that you don't get truth hurts well, from that. Well, I try to not listen to Lizzo as often as possible. Fair enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, that just I just get Lizzo vibes. Not that it sounds like her; it's just the vibes. Mm. But the build and the harmonies are good on that part. They're really fun. To, that part's really fun to sing. So the chorus has been growing on me, but I just this, the Halsey speaking part. I just. Mm-hmm. That's all I think about. Um, the back and forth, though, with the really singing and, like, the little speaking part yeah, this, was yeah. a risky choice, but I said it really kind of works because yeah. it's unexpected. Um, she sounds amazing. I yes. think her voice is super healthy. We love to see it because there were times where it was just not happening. And I said I like the mental health topic, but it's kind of weird because this is supposed to be a bop, but I think the lyrics are, like, a little too specific for yes. me. Yes. Like, too specific to her, but then you want us to be a bop, yes. and you want us to love her. It's just a lot that's going on. Um, I do like the bridge. You know, I'm my own worst critic. Talk a whole lot of, ah, because, you know, mm-hmm. we do that. And I said, I do like that it's mostly sounds like it's coming from Demi, but she got a lot of help with these melodies, though. Because <laughs> um, Anne-Marie was a co-writer. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Um, so, for me... I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what to give it. What to give it? I would say a hit. Yeah. I would say a hit with sprinkles of a tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I hope something better is coming soon from Demi. But this song is actually doing pretty well. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like, it's, um... Predict this debut, like, either in the top 20 or close to the top 20 next week. So, shout out to Demi. All right, next song is Gaslighter by the Dixie Chicks. And you're probably wondering, why did I pick this song? 
I said yes, Jack, Jack and Tanaf for resurrecting yeah. the Dixie Chicks, who haven't put out an album or music since 2006, besides their collaboration with Taylor Swift on her album Lover. And I found out he's doing the whole album, so... Yeah, I wrote down... I said, down, let me go stand. I wrote down, I said, oh, I see Jack Antonoff. That's what I wrote down. Because when I was looking at the Wikipedia, I said, oh, that's why. <laughs> I saw him, like, post about it. I said, I said, what? He did the new Dixie Chick song? So let me go stand really fast. <laughs> but yeah, no, I said, the chorus is a tune for sure. The harmonies on the intro amazing mm-hmm. um so i'm glad i can learn what a gaslighter is because i've been hearing that phrase a lot recently i just never knew. hello <laughs> not me but oh. you're like yikes <laughs> I, I, well i just never i never really heard the phrase until like recently i'm like what what are people talking about what is gaslighting i don't know what that means does that mean if your gaslight comes on am i just old but uh i could hear glee doing this That's what yeah I, so I can hear glee doing this um so but who would be singing it Oh, I, I, well, probably a group song, but I hear, I hear Rachel singing this to Finn about something. <laughs> <laughs> it's about something. <laughs> but, um, love, uh, I love the production and the strong drums on this one. I love the dancing beat and the chanting chorus. Mm-hmm. And there's just some really good, strong melodies on this one. This is a bop. For me, a tune bop for me, mm-hmm. for sure. Gaslighter, <laughs> anything just to get you. I'm just so glad he's doing the whole album oh too. Gosh. My boy, Jack Antonoff. All right, so the last song on the Pop Talk jukebox is Never Worn White by Katy Perry. I said, eh, congratulations. <laughs> I... I'm weak. But I said, not Katie with the dramatic wedding theme. I was like, oh my gosh, we don't have to do all this. I said, this "This is so Katie Perry. I said, I'm so happy for her, though. And um, I've really grown to love her voice over the last year. It's only on certain songs, man. Yeah, but it's gotten better. I mean, her voice has gotten, she's become a better singer, and it definitely, definitely shows. Um, It is very particular, though, so Mm -hmm. I definitely know what you mean. Um, I said it's yes, yeah, in her range on this song. Yes, she has some I agree. Strong low notes and like the high and even the falsettos. Uh, so the production is simple and fitting to the song. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's cute. I mean, it, we all. It was just the song was made to announce that she's pregnant. I know. Which I was like kind of shocked. I did not see that coming. Really. From the video, is what I mean. Oh, I knew from the start. Because there's no way this woman said, I'm going to stand in this dress that doesn't really show my figure, and I'm not going to move. I said, I just, fat or pregnant, I'm either weak. one. I just never, I just never, I don't know, I just never thought of her being pregnant for some reason. But she also announced, not sure, well, she announced it with the video, but then she went on, on the album. she went on Instagram Live eating a bag of chips to announce the baby, or to confirm the baby and talk about um, KP5, Katy Perry's next album, while eating a bag of chips. <laughs> I said, if that's not like, I I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, I've done everything in the world, you know. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was watching it, I said, can't believe I'm watching Katy Perry yeah. eat chips, talking about my new album is coming out this summer, and I'm pregnant. I'm like, what? <laughs> but yeah, I said, summer album about to be so lit. Something about this, but okay, so Never Worn White and I Love Me, right? 
two very personal songs. Yeah. But I prefer, not because I, I don't like the song better, but Never Worn White can be sung by anybody. You know what I mean? The lyrics for I yeah, Love Me very is very specific. Yeah, to Demi. But Never Worn White, you could you could sing that to anybody. Yeah, and that's... Just, not to me, but... As you should, you know. because it's a song people should be able to relate to. Yeah. But, yes, excited for Katy Perry's new album. I hope it does well. I hope y'all don't sleep. Like you slept on all of her music last year. Okay, so that is going to end of the Pop Talk Jukebox. If you want to check out any of those songs and you're too lazy to look them up yourselves, they will be in a playlist and a link in the description for this podcast. Now, um, I want to go through this next part kind of quickly because I'm running out of time. I have a meeting, guys. I'm a very <laughs> busy man. As of late, I have a meeting at 9 o'clock and it's 8.48 right now. So let's quickly... Get into the Billboard, and Billboard, if you don't know what Kaylee is pulling up, is how the most popular songs in our country, America, are rated based on sales, streams, and airplay. So let's break it, break it down. All right, so number 10 is Intentions, Justin Bieber. Yes, shout out to Intentions, a bop. Uh, Number 9 is Memories, Maroon 5. Number eight. I don't. No, just payola, but. <laughs> Number eight is Dance Monkey, Tones and I. I need that song to go away. Are the kids doing it too much? They actually, I don't, I haven't not heard, they don't talk about it. Huh. I think my kids are a little too young for that song, so. Oh. Uh, number seven is Blinding Lights, The Weekend. Yes. I have been listening to this more because I've been going to the gym now, yes. like a few I'm times a week. Oh my gosh. Lies, a bop. Yeah, I have a whole music video in my head. Really? Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, Roxanne is number six. Uh-huh. Number five. Well, those de- songs are falling, by the way. Debuting because this woman debuted at number five, Stupid Love. I want your stupid love, love. Yes, if you did not see, listen to our Gaga as Back podcast where we talked about this song yep. and our mixed opinions. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen to that episode. But yes, so glad Gaga is back in the top of the charts. I mean, she was just number one with Shallow, but she's back with like like her, her music. I use that in quotations. But yes, I can't. I just hope that this song just uh, does some more stuff. It probably will fall next week just because the hype is not there, but I'm sure it'll hopefully build mm-hmm. um, back up. Uh, number four is Circles, Post Malone. Yes. Also, Post Malone is doing fine, everyone. I know everyone's been worried yeah. about Post Malone. He had to come tell you guys, I'm fine. I'm just being dramatic when I'm performing. Like, let me live. <laughs> I hope he's not lying, but... Yeah, leave. true. Yeah, but, so... Number uh, three is Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is coming, y'all. Mm. Dua Lipa is coming. This is their highest peaking song. That's crazy. I know. I really can't believe New Rules didn't... Go higher than the one it did. Yeah, it's it, but New Rules was. We'd, ha, we'd have to look at what was out around that time because New Rules was huge. Like, it, huge on radio, has over like a billion and 300 million streams. So, on Spotify, just by itself. So, but yeah, and this song has just been. It's the number one song on radio. It comes on all the time. It's rising at the right moment. It's, it's also, I think it's going to hit number one when the album comes out in a couple of weeks. It's also a TikTok song now. See? Dua and her team, they know what they're doing. I I need to be on Dua's team. I need to invest in Dua Lipa, because Dua Lipa is about to be huge when this album album comes out. I'm going to the tour. Are you really? I will. I don't know if there's a tour yet. I don't know if she's announced one, but 
I'll go, yeah. I'm thinking about going I'll to, go. even though I'm not a huge, I'm thinking about going to Gaga's thing. But I don't know. It's probably going to be a million dollars. Oh, the stadium thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can look it up. Hopefully she does more shows, though. No, I don't think so. She, she's busy with Enigma. That we went to. Oh my goodness, that's still going. Three if I want to. Three if I want to. <laughs> um, number two, number one are the same. Life is good, number two. And okay, so, yeah, number one is The, the box. box. That song says new music. The Box, Roddy Rich on the radio, which means they just started playing on a top 40 radio, which means I'm scared. Wait, are you serious? Yes. No way. They don't, they I don't know if they just started playing it, but that's what I said. They said new music. I said new music. This isn't new. Um, Ooh, but I think on top 40, I, I need, who is coming out soon? I need y'all to like, Brianna, Beyonce, someone drop a song. Um, please get Gaga this song out of here. Gaga did try, and y'all slept. Well, she, and that's actually really good. Number five for a leaked song. The song did leak, you know what I'm saying? So well, I didn't one, listen because I'm either. a real fan. And it was the number one trending topic on Twitter when it leaked. Really? Yeah. So the fact that it even did this well is phenomenal. Hmm. Well, good for her. She, I, she's still pretty much the only one I stand. So yes, I. Maybe one day I will I will put out my official stand list because it's probably not what you guys think it is. Um, I I talk about a lot of people, but that does not mean I I stand them. I stand a, a select few uh, people. But um, before we wrap up, I just want to say that this coronavirus yeah is real and it is canceling people's concerts. Wash your hands, bro. It is canceling schools. It is canceling countries. It is yes, canceling yes. cities. <laughs> the world is about to be canceled because of this um disease. Like Allie just said she had to cancel the rest of her tour. Um Justin Bieber had to like downsize from his tour and it's it's just insane mm-hmm. what's going Movies on. Movies are being Movies like, are being canceled pushed back. Push back. Yeah. Daniel Craig is like, I still gotta play this role in James Bond, <laughs> but I was done. Because when they said the new James Bond movie, I said coming out like May, or something know. like that. I said, wait, so there's another one after this. I said, I thought this one was his last one. Then they said it got postponed. I said, oh my goodness, this yeah. is crazy. I have never seen the world respond like this to something. So we're living in very interesting times. So please wash your hands, um, wash your face. Uh, try not to make too much physical contact with people. And yeah, if you feel sick, go get tested. And if you are tested, please do what you're supposed to If you're positive, please do what you're supposed to do. Yes, please. Don't spread your disease to everyone else. Don't be like the pastor in the church who shared communion <laughs> with all 500 of his attendees. Traumatized. <sighs> all right. On that note, though, until next time, peace out. Bye.